Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome back to the Man on the Post podcast. It is match day 10 of the World Cup and two groups have been decided. Four teams are already out. One of those teams is Qatar. What an absolute shock. Um, I'm your host, Ross, and with me for this podcast is Adam. Hello. How you doing, mate? Yeah, good. Good. Um, I mean, no, one's, can... no one's surprised by Qatar. No. Um, yeah, minus six goal difference. Three games played, zero points the least shocking outcome. They were already out before today started. Yeah. Um, today just confirmed it. Um, yeah. They played Holland and they lost 2 0. That's a shock in itself, right? And it just shows how average Holland are. Yeah, you're not sold on this Holland team, are you? I'm not. I've spent many a podcast talking about how average average I think this this Holland team are. And today when today goes no further to sort of confirming that. Uh, yeah. 2 0 against Qatar. I mean it's job done. They they needed to win to win the group, and they did. Um, because Senegal were hot on their heels. Senegal beat Ecuador two one today. Um, mm-hmm. Who will now play spoilers England in the second round? Is that Saturday Sunday? It's Sunday Sunday night. Awesome. Um, Holland will then play America um, as the those two group the two teams went through from Group B. Um, I reckon I reckon America can cause them some problems. America are a very good fit team, aren't they? They're not like they're not the best at attacking, but their closing down is some of the best in this absolute tournament, and their their pressing is yeah second to none. That's what I was saying in the other podcast where we talked about how in the Wales in the in their opening game against Wales that they tired mm. and then Wales came into the game, yeah. um, and I think that is true. And England, I think, sort of played them with this idea that they were going to tire, but did yeah. nothing. Did nothing to make them tired. <laughs> just went, well, if we just if we just move the ball very slowly, <laughs> yeah, they'll eventually they'll out. tire. It's like Croatia all over again. Eventually yeah. they'll tire. <laughs> Why haven't they tired? Yeah, um, they could give Holland yeah. a really good game. I agree. I mean, they could because yeah. So the, they, Holland, um, Holland won this game too. You know, goals from Gapro and uh, Frankie De Jong. Yeah. Um, the gap pro goes all right. Hits, hmm. it, uh, hits it from sort of about twenty yards as he's running, run, running towards goal. But again, you have to sort of talk about the the quality of opposition he's they're playing against. Yeah, the how good, how good's the Qatari goalie exactly? Yeah. And the Dion one is a sort of a a bubble chance from from a save or so, and from Depay having a chance saved, and yeah. Dion taps it in. So, yeah, I mean... so. Scores from about fine, a yard. Yeah, they had yeah. another goal. Just dis- they had at least one more goal disallowed for a. No, two goals disallowed. I think right, one for oh, offside. Wow. Yeah, and one for handball in the build-up. But yes. they hit the yeah, bar it, once or twice as well. I think so. They, it could have been more sort of. Emphatic. It really wasn't. It really wasn't the exciting game in this. No, in, uh, in this game, uh, this the exciting game was always going to be Ecuador Senegal. 
Yeah. Um, Senegal, do they worry you ever slightly as an England fan? No, not really. No? No. I'm always worried uh, when you play African teams because I just never know what, what they're going to do against them. Um, I think that Senegal are all right. Yeah. I am. Um, I think that probably overall from the football, football I've seen in the games, I think Ecuador are probably the better team. I mean, I'm yeah. happy that we're not playing Ecuador. Um, this game was interesting. So Senegal went one 0 up just before half time with a, a penalty, which is an absolute hilarious penalty. Yes, to concede that. in a to concede in a essentially <laughs> a vital game, essentially a knockout game. Yeah, it was a, a knockout game to the extent, but also for Ecuador, not only is it it's, yes, it's a knockout game, but also a draw gets them through. Yeah, so they had the upper hand, lads. Um. And I don't know, I can't remember which Senegalese player it is, but he just comes hurtling across the box <laughs> and just body checks the, the Senegalese player and just wipes him out. And yeah. you're just like, it's it's the most concrete penalty you're going to see all week. Um, yeah. So, um, Sar scores that. Um, Senegal going in at halftime, one and a lap. At that point, they're going through... Um, and then Ecuador equalised in the 67th minute. With yeah, a sort of, Yeah. Um, and at that point, you want you think that the momentum changes slightly, but immediately, almost immediately, because I think it's three minutes later, um, yeah. Kulabali scores from a, a back post. Um, it's a nice little finish at the back. Yeah. Comes, comes sort of ghosting in at the back post from a... Across the ball, I can't remember if it was from a set piece. Or, uh, I just remember that I can visualise the tap. It the tapping's a bit, a bit harsh. <laughs> bit harsh. He, does, he does a bit more than tap it in. But, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Ecuador just maybe just just lacking a little bit of bite to really be able to sort of then. Mm. I watched the then from that point on. I think I watched the second half of this game because. The, the Holland game was already over at this point. I switched over and Ecuador dominated the possession. Um, but I don't think... have more shots. Yeah, and in that last sort of thirty minutes, I don't ever really feel like I thought like mm. Ecuador were throwing throwing the kitchen sink at it, or yeah. like they are they're knocking the door down and they're gonna they're gonna nab this in a minute. But um, yeah, sending all the way through. And we'll go through. And like you said, they face spoilers, England. Yes, let's move on to Group B. England. We've really buried the lead here for because that's what <laughs> everyone's really here to listen to. But we've gone chronological. We have England three, Wales nil. Marcus Rashford with a beautiful free kick. Um, I still think Danny Ward just saved that, and also Rashford's second. To be fair, Ward's had an absolute nightmare. Um, Foden with a smart finish and McCain assist. Um, yeah. Um, so let's start from the beginning. So. Um, Saka and Sterling out. Yeah. Mount out. Trippier out for Kyle Walker. Yeah. Jordan Henderson, Phil Foden, and Marcus Rashford. Yes. So uh, the pub I was in, I watched the game in, in the pub with my dad. Yeah. Um, and in another group chat, I described it as, especially at halftime when I was complaining because I described the pub as being full of mouth breathers. Um, <laughs> Because I thought at halftime, I thought England were were 
much, much better than anything they put out against against USA. Yeah, they were um, so comfortable. Yeah, they controlled that game. At no point, until until Henderson came on, yeah. and I, I'm loathed to give him too much praise, <laughs> but he had a really good game today. Yeah. Um, and until Henderson came on, we've just lost Ali. Um, <laughs> in the USA game, England did not have control of that game. It was scrappy and it was slow. Yeah. In this game, I felt at halftime, I thought this this performance was anything but. We hadn't had an awful lot of clean cut chances. I think the best chance we had in the first half was the one where um, Kane slips. I think it's Kane. Mm. It might have been Foden. Someone slips Rashford through, and yeah. he goes. And Danny Ward, actually, to be fair to him, does well to stay tall for as long as he does. Mm. And Rashford tries to slip it past him, and it. Yeah, Ward, Ward makes the save, coming out to to try and cut him down, cut down the angle. Um, that was probably our best chance in the in the first half. But I think we had something like seventy two percent possession at half time. Yeah, um, absolutely dominated them. Really, absolutely dominated them. I think there was a there was a, a touch map that they that the BBC put on at half time. I couldn't really hear too much what they were saying because again, like I said, it was in the pub. But yeah. Um, Wales had like 197 touches right. and none of them were in the box. Um, so, yeah, England were just so in control, so comfortable. Mm. Um, at halftime, Gareth Bale goes off, which is... Yeah, had an injury, according to Rob Page. Uh, he was sprinting for a ball five minutes before halftime, pulled his hamstring. Yeah, that so, happen. Yeah. But my friend Dean, who's a, he's part of the blog squad, does blogs for Dave and stuff, and... What big Welsh Welsh fan, big Welsh football fan, said that in the last game actually that Bale's pointless unless he is there for, to score a goal. He is an absolute passenger, and it feels like Wales play with ten men because he's wow. on the field. So uh, this is a point that I put that I said in when Ali and I were talking about this after the um, the USA no the Iran game. Yeah, and I agree with with him, yeah. but I actually think that it's worse than that. Because I think that Aaron Ramsey is a passenger. Yeah, they've got two of them. And I think that you could have Gareth Bale as a passenger because I actually think Gareth Bale offers you big moments. Yes. And is uh, he plays in America now, so we can say this is clutch. And, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? When he scored, you you never worried about him scoring that penalty. Against, no, exactly. Against USA. Yeah. If the ball, if they, if he also provides them a situation where. Any set piece, sort of twenty to twenty-five yards out, is yeah. super dangerous. Yeah. So there's a value to having having Bale there. He does. He's not gonna do it up and down the wing like he used to. He can't put a team on the on his shoulders and mm. you know and dominate a game like we're seeing like Mbappe do for, for yeah. France right now. But. There are very few players at this World Cup who, like I said, if you'd had them in your team and you got a free kick 25 yards out, yeah, there's very few that you'd pick to take it over Gareth Bale. Yeah, that free kick in the, uh, the, the qualifying against Ukraine was extra special. And yeah, he, he has those moments. But like you say, Ramsey's done I mean, n- literally nothing. nothing in this entire tournament. Yeah. Which um, is a shame to see him go out like this. But Yeah, just an absolute sort of... And Gareth Bale's like talismanic talismatic for yeah. Wales as well. He'll um, still be there for the next year, because he's only 32 and he's in America, so he'll take it easy for a couple of years. 
Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> um, and then, so second half, England come out, and it, the England switched Rashford and Foden. Mm-hmm. So Rashford moved from the left to the right. Yeah. Um, and they just seemed to play with a little bit, a little bit more pace. I felt for, but I felt for just everything that England. I was just really quite happy and comfortable. I never worried for England at any point tonight. No, where else I never one, saw one a, shot on target. I think in the whole game. Yeah, and I can't even remember that when I saw that stack come up and I spoke to my dad. I was like, I literally don't remember that shot on I target. I think it was just after England scored the second. I think Kiefer Moore had a chance, which wasn't really a great chance. Pickford made a comfortable save, pushed it wide. Yeah, um, but that I mean that was it, literally it. They've been so I'd disappointed be so- in Wales. I'd be surprised if Pickford's had an easier game in an England shirt, and that I'm including sort of the 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 Panama game. Yeah, and the Iran game. Yeah. At least he has something yeah. to do with it. <laughs> like, he conceded two goals in the Iran yeah. game. <laughs> um, yeah, and like you said, so it's a great full kick from Rashford. He just looks so... He looked electric today. He did. He was all over the place. He looks like he's back on it. Um, yeah. Shearer um, said in the post-match, um, Danny Ward is, is at fault for that because you, you've you built your wall, have faith in your wall. Because what you do is... Yeah, he bounce, steps the wrong way. in left and right, yeah. And he does, step, and he does step that way, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've always been of that... I, I agree with Alan Shearer there, but I would say that in general, that if you're... If a player... If you're playing against David Beckham and he bends it over the top of your wall and puts it in that top corner, you hold your hands up and say, yeah. fair play, mate. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's but, unstoppable. But don't get beaten on your side. No, exactly. You've got your um, side covered. That's it, what you're there for. Yeah, um, so you're right. Danny Ward should save that. But And then England scored a minute later again. So yeah. we score a minute later. Um, the ball comes out wide. Kane's drifted out from the central position. Um just puts the ball, I think, uh, just puts it in a good area across and the ball's coming into Foden at the far post and he can't miss. It's so emphatic that Jude Bellingham celebrates it before Phil Foden's even touched <laughs> yes. the ball. Yeah, you can see it, what was going to happen. Yeah. I think, I think it was Ian Rush that said after the game, but Kane hasn't, he's not looked where that ball's going to go. He's not picked out Foden at the far post. No, he's no, put no, that he's ball just put it in he an area. Want, he, he put it where he would want it. Yeah. And I think that there was some... Like I do slightly, I'm not not massively concerned about Harry Kane, but nothing lot of work in the box, is he? He doesn't seem his absolute sharpest at the moment, um, and yeah, you, you almost think he, maybe he's too much in Spurs mode, mm. um, and he doesn't have maybe he, that's where he's better with Rashford because Rashford will sort of run in behind in that sort of song yeah. role. Yeah, and and sort of threaten that, which I think Sterling's supposed to do. And because Rashford is a striker, isn't he? Let's not forget he is. Yeah. He's been playing out wide, but he is a striker. Foden's not, and neither Sterling, and neither's Mount, and neither's Grealish. But no, you're effective when Rashford's playing. You've, you've got two strikers on the pitch, so you can afford for Kane to drop back so he can fill in that gap. But yeah, yeah, um, he, he needs to get in the box more. <laughs> he does. Um, and we, I, I, it's not necessarily whether he needs to get in the box more, but I think he just needs to be a bit more decisive when he is in the when he yeah. is in the box. Like there was a couple of times that they showed at half time where Shearer was talking about where the ball would be out wide and he wasn't making that attacking run. He was trying to yeah. pull back into some space. But if no one's making that attacking run, yeah, no, no one that defense can just come with him. And yeah. that's why 
going back to the first time I was getting so annoyed with people at the pub because at one point he, I didn't consider my dad to be hugely knowledgeable about football, but he was like he was absolutely on it. Was like, they've got eight men in the box, like <laughs> we've we've got the ball, we've we've got into there, we're just on the edge of their box, we've got into it. The ball was at the feet of. Foden or someone or Shaw, yeah. and you're like, but there's eight of them. What yeah. are you supposed to? What, what are you? Supposed are you to? Yeah, yeah. Um, like you said about <laughs> Wales in general, Wales have been disappointing in this mm. game because, as a sort of, again, I was talking to some friends like, what was their plan today? Yeah, I saw. It seemed um, like their plan was to not get battered. Well, um, yeah, that, that was a that plan. Was entirely it. And that was a plan that was going to result in them getting knocked out. You'd have liked to have seen them just go at it with a bit more. I'd like to see either one of two things: either go at it with a bit more gusto and mm. really sort of throwing at it, or kind of in a Gareth Southgate way, just sort of bring the changes and let everyone play, or make sure everyone gets a yeah. like give everyone a memory from the World Cup because there must be players in that squad who haven't seen the pitch. This is exactly what um, Ellis James in his Guardian article this morning, his headline is Wales must play with a handbrake off. And they did. Yeah, they played with a handbrake they, very they much on. They played with two handbrakes on. Yeah. They played with the handbrakes on and one of those like wood blocks behind their car to stop it from rolling back. <laughs> um, yeah. Go for it. If you're going to get beat, get beat at least try and go down swinging. Yeah. It just was a, whimper out. It was, and from that regard, it was a, this was a perfect game for England. Everything mm. went went well. We still haven't. I don't know if anyone's picked up a yellow card. Uh, no one got booked today. I'm not sure about the other two games, but yeah. Yeah, we know we got booked in the Iran game. Maybe someone did the Iran game. I can't remember, but we didn't pick up any yellow cards, so we don't have too many people to worry about in terms of risking suspensions in the Senegal game. Yeah. Um, Kyle Walker got some good minutes under his belt. Looked decent. Um, Phillips got a run out and can, as a sort of an option if we're going to if we're going to need it if something does yeah. happen to Rice, mm. we've got we don't have to be put, starting a game with Phillips and being like when was the last time this this guy yeah. is not this guy's not started a game since August yeah exactly yeah like since he played for a different team at least we've got that. Those minutes in his legs, and we can we can see how sort of how he reacts to that. Mm. Um, yeah, England were able to bring the changes. England were able to rest Kane, rest Rice. Like another clean sheet. I think that offensively, England have been really solid. I think that they've only yeah. really conceded one legitimate goal in this tournament, and that's when they were like five 0 up against <laughs> against yeah. Iran because the second goal, that penalty, is super soft. Yeah. And I think there's going to there's it's tournament football. There's a lot to be said. I don't want to be getting over enthusiastic after after I was so we were, we got so down after the American. Game. <laughs> but yeah. the more I've been thinking about it over the last couple of days, like, there's a lot to be said for having a really solid defence. Yeah, I'm enjoying this World Cup because there's no like there's no Spain in the mid 2020s, and there's no like Brazil actually dominant Brazil team or something like that. There's, there's there's a chance for a lot of teams to win this, and the way the draw the the, the groups are kind of falling, yeah, it's going to create some really interesting second round fixtures. Yeah, I yeah, I think it the I think the pinch point will be on Thursday night will be how the Spain Germany yes group 
falls and who comes. I'm I'm imagining that we're gonna after all of the drama of the Japan game, I think we're probably gonna end up with Spain and Germany still. Yes. And it'll be how they fall and then how that makes like you say, how that then the the draw is gonna look. Yeah. Because Spain, France, I think Spain, I think the the four big um the four big European teams that will be all we expect to be in the in the last sixteen are gonna be the dangerous four. I think it's gonna be England, France, yeah, Spain, Spain, Germany. Yeah. Really, yeah. I mean, um, it... because just a little um, day, they? That's what the that this tournament's for is to get Argent- these stages. Argentina don't have enough about them, I don't think. And I was quite damning on Brazil yesterday with Tom. So I've not been impressed with Brazil. They've they've got all that talent, and they can't. If you're relying on Casemiro to score your goals with all those strikers and wingers yeah. you've got, yeah. something's not right there. Something's not clicking. Portugal. And I just, I think, and I think they they can be got at. Yeah. As I was saying, I, I am repeating myself for anyone who listened to yesterday, but just when they were trying to press the space, yeah. the, their backline is so they're not playing with a high enough line no. to press like they want to press. And I think a good team, I think Spanish midfielders would have a, yeah. a Pick field apart, day in all Absolutely. of that space. <laughs> yeah. Just da- Danny Almo would just be like, going, "How am I? How am I running at?" At a thirty-eight-year-old centre half with twenty, <laughs> no player in twenty yards of me. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's got um, Rafinha busting a gut to get back from the yeah attacking right wing. I don't yeah, think any of them are busting a gut to get back. That's no, the other that's thing. true. Yeah. Um, so the yeah, of, the rest of the groups you got Croatia, who are kind of on the the wane. The golden generation's gone. Belgium, much the same. They've been really disappointing. Portugal. I've not looked impressive. I'll be honest. They've Portugal might be Portugal. I maybe I'm down. I'm doing Portugal a bit dirty because they've not looked really impressive in England, but they have so many good players in their team that yeah, that, the midfield is incredible. Yeah, and any team that can put out like Jao Felix, Bruno Fernandes, um, Bernardo Silva, yeah, Ruben like, Neves, like yeah, um, Liao, like just sort of. Cancelo, like yeah. we don't we don't even need to mention the elephant in the room. We can just talk about all the other all exactly. the other great players they've got. Like yeah. they um there maybe maybe I've done them a bit dirty. Maybe they should be classed as the fifth European team. They probably are, yeah, to be fair. But I suppose we need to finish off finish off to the last game in the group. So uh, yes, around nil USA one. Yeah, USA got the job done. Did what they needed to do. Got the. Christian Putin's second goal. Yeah. Um from a Sergio Dest equal um assist. And it was a good goal, not a good goal in terms of like there was nothing special about the goal, but he busts the gut and sort of gets yeah. in there. He gets hurt, like mm. challenging to, to get that. You can see he's when he's celebrating, he's not really celebrating, he's on the floor. So yeah. he actually <laughs> looks celebrating in, around him. He looks in genuine pain. It's not like yeah. one of those ones where you're like, Oh, I'm hurt. Wait for the referee to blow. Oh no, I'm fine now. Yeah, exactly. Like, if he could have got up and celebrated, he'd have got up and celebrated. Um, yeah. Obviously, we were watching. We can only really go with what what we've seen in highlight clips. Mm. But like you said, we've seen the we've seen the goals. We've seen some of the play. It looks to me like I didn't see it. They weren't able to fashion a highlight that made a run look particularly dangerous. I think I was a little bit. Yeah, American cross possession around. Uh... Well, the stats I've got, the stats I'm looking at, don't say they 
boss position. It's forty nine fifty one. Oh, okay. So I don't the, know boss, what you're the, the shots target is. The shots is twelve to upside. four. Yeah. yeah, five shots on target to one. Yeah. Like it does look like um, that around very, very just, much in control. Yeah, around just fell a little bit flat. I think at the last moment. Um, yeah, the high point was maybe the Wales game. Unfortunately for them, they, they've been they've been quite fun. Yeah, I kind of maybe I've gone on a weird sort of reactionary yo-yo experience with Iran where they played England and I was like, this lot of garbage. Yeah. And then they beat Wales and I was like, oh, hold on. Maybe they're a bit better (laughs) than I thought. Maybe I need to give England more credit. (laughs) And then they've done this and I'm like, oh. Yeah. Maybe I I need to stop reacting to the last thing I saw. (laughs) In fairness, they've probably just been outrun by America. America, Tyler Adams, again, was man of the match. He's been, had a fantastic World Cup. Um, in central midfield, Western McKenney. So I just like the way they're set up. They're set up to press, they're set up to harry and just get after teams. It, do, you know, do you know who's saying that? A man who likes watching Jesse Marsh's leads. Well, I like watching Jesse Marsh's American <laughs> players. Your face. <laughs> and you're like, oh, he's got me there. Yeah. I like Tyler Adams. He's a really, really good footballer. You put white shirts on this team, would they look like leads? They would, because they're so unorganised at points <laughs> as well. And there's five people chasing one football, and it's like schoolboy football. But they don't give up. That's the thing. Yeah, they will keep running. It's, it is very Leeds. It's I can see why Jesse Marsh is kind of the next in line for the USA job because it, it's it's all built for him to be the next one. So yeah, yeah. Um, so they're playing Holland. Yes, on Saturday, I think. Yes, Saturday um, afternoon, I think it is. It's going to be a fun game, I think. Yeah, I three think- o'clock Saturday. I I reckon Holland will probably. I reckon Holland will do them. I reckon they'll be mm. neutralised by. They'll be Van Gaal will be savvy. Yeah, but they've got the players to beat them on the break. Um, Holland, they've got very good, quick attackers. Which, if America get a bit too over ambitious and push up a bit too much with their pressing, there's, there's going to be chances there definitely. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> right. So I suppose we're looking at tomorrow. Yeah. What have we got tomorrow? We've, We've got. got... Oh, hold on, I was about to read it the wrong way around because they're Group D is first. <laughs> what, for some reason, Group D is the first game. But we've got, in the three o'clock game, we've got Australia-Denmark mm-hmm. and Tunisia-France. Now, I know that France are already through. Yes. Um, Australia have got three points. Denmark and Tunisia have got one. Oh, wow. So Denmark really need to win this game. Yeah. Um. France yeah. can obviously bring the changes, but everyone's talked so much about France's strength and depth that shouldn't be a problem for them. Yeah, Mbappe. Even could, if they do, Mbappe could cement the golden boot. I think uh, t- tomorrow. Wow, well, he needs to do something. He's got Rashford clipping at his heels. Yeah, Australia um, Denmark could be good. I, I liked Australia the way they played uh, against Tunisia the other morning. So Denmark have flattered to deceive so far. But I think Denmark are quite are all right as well. So I yeah, think they are. Denmark- I don't think Australia are all that, so I think Denmark will beat them. Yeah, I think they will. So I think we're looking at France and Denmark going through. Yeah. And then we've got Poland, Argentina, and Saudi Arabia, Mexico. Yeah, so Poland topped the group with four, Argentina with three, Saudi Arabia with three, and Mexico with one. So all to play for for everyone here. Yeah, I mean, hold on, let's work it out. Does something mental have to happen for Mexico? So Poland beats so if, Argentina. If Argentina... If Poland beat Argentina, Mexico beat Saudi Arabia, they'll be on four points. Yeah, but they would go if, through. If 
Argentina and Poland draw. It would depend how quite it depends how heavily Mexico win. Yeah. So yeah. realistically, Mexico need a Poland win, really. Yeah. Which isn't um, beyond the realms of possibility. Argentina have had two very different games so far in this World Cup. Um, and at no point in any of their games have they set team to ribbons. You can easily see a situation where where it'll be a um where it'll be a, a struggle for them, but yeah. I think that Argentina will probably win. Yes. They've looked good going forward. They're just not they've had a couple of breaks not gone their way, I think. Uh... But I also think that that I, I, I quite like Saudi Arabia. I think that they could, I think they could cause. Me, I think the Saudi Arabia Mexico game will be interesting. It'll be a very good game actually tomorrow. Yeah, seven. I think Argentina Poland probably won't be. No, I don't think I don't think Poland are that good. I no, think Argentina Argentina can easily. I could see a situation where Argentina go go one up quite early on and Poland really offer nothing. Like yeah. almost Wales like offer nothing. How yeah. Poland have got four points, I don't know. No, because their first game, they were so terrible. And they've got, a, <laughs> got a draw. It's very odd. I think they absolutely mugged <laughs> mugged Saudi Arabia off, didn't they? They've been two 0 yeah. I can't remember yeah. who scored now. Oh yeah, Zelensky and Lewandowski. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I didn't see so much of that. Maybe that was the game that Saudi Arabia had 64% possession and 16 shots. To... Oh, so I stand by my claim. I was yeah, right. Absolutely mugged them off. Yeah. <laughs> when the Poland right back is your man of the match, you know, it's been a busy game for the other team. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I'd quite, I'd quite like to see Saudi Arabia get something. I yeah. think they can do it. But I think that'll be a good game. I, I, I think that'll be close. I think Argentina will win. I think they'll top this group. Yeah. Um, but if they don't, I'm assuming if they come second, I'm assuming we then have Argentina France. Ooh. The end the end of Messi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Because <laughs> France are gonna top that group with the canter. So yeah, it will, will be Argentina, France, Poland and Denmark or Australia, I guess. Yeah, something mental is gonna happen for for France not to top that group. Yeah, there's there's no way. <laughs> Absolutely insane, like act yeah. of God mental. <laughs> so there we go. That is all the games from today. A little preview for tomorrow. We will be back tomorrow with another podcast. We are at Man of the Post on Twitter. You can find me at Ross Bell underscore underscore. Um, just yeah, get and follow, like, do shares, do everything, get involved. We're, we're podcasting every day throughout the World Cup, um, apart from days when there's no games because that would be mad. Um, that's probably yeah. when Chris will turn up to podcast. Yeah, Chris will be here probably the 7th or 8th of December just to <laughs> talk about the FA Cup draw and what's happening in the League Cup final, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, we will be back then. So join us then. And until then, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Adam. Bye-bye. And always remember to keep your man on the post. Hey!